Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula, a registered investment advisor. America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and Sir Chaz Price. My name is Chris Swan, and we do appreciate you taking time out of your weekend to join us. Here's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. That's 419-794-3030. Also online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, are you still a little surprised at how easy it is to do your weekly shopping online? Well, hang on, because changes are coming fast. But before we jump into that, let me check in. Guys, Scott, Chaz, glad to be with you as always. How are you this week? Hey, we're doing well. Uh, had a great 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, we were chatting before the uh, for the show here. The fireworks were like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like neighbors and neighbors and neighbors. I'm like, you know, like you said, Chris, what did everybody stock up from? Uh, <laughs> making up for lost time. Yeah, they're yeah. making up for lost time. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. I actually, um, I'm not a um, I'm not a boater. I love the water, mm-hmm. but um, went out on a uh, friend's boat. He's got a huge pontoon boat. We were doing 55 miles an hour Ooh. on a pontoon wow. boat. Nice. Beautiful weather and uh, just had a good time. How about you, Chaz? Yeah, we had a great time, too. Ran the kids down to Soak City. Uh, well, actually, it's um, Cedar Point Shores, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And Yeah, there were a lot of boats out on the lake. It was beautiful, it was nice and flat. So I could imagine you guys really turn it up and yeah, well, it was fun taking off. So, yeah, it was an awesome weekend. Summer is upon us. And uh, you guys listening out there are hopefully somewhere cool right now because, you know, summer does have that heat. So get a cup of coffee, whatever you need, and, and maybe a pen and get right down the number 419-794-3030. And let's jump right into it. One of the biggest financial transactions you'll ever make is when you leave a job and then decide to move your 401k from your workplace account to somewhere else. And a new survey by the Secure Retirement Institute found that half of Americans turn to a financial advisor to figure out the best way to go about doing that. Is that something the average person can handle on their own, or is there a good reason to get professional help? You know, that's a, that's a great question, Chris, and, and um, uh, this is right up uh, Chaz's wheelhouse. But I, I will say this. I'll add just a, a, a couple of points here. You know, I've, I worked at a couple of other jobs where I had 401ks, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you have a employer-sponsored 401k plan and, and uh, you know, you sign up for your your contributions and you split it across different funds and that you really are at the mercy of whoever is administering the fund through work. You really, a lot of times people may not even sit down and talk to them. You should, but you may not sit down and talk to them. So when you leave that employer, I think it's really important to sit down with a guy like you and, and go through, what are you going to do with that bucket of money that's sitting there and how do you properly invest it? Definitely. And I think the article we're looking at said that there's about $623 billion this year that's uh, expected to move from 401k to IRA. That amount is expected to go up to about $760 billion within the next five years. Mm. What's actually mind-blowing is, to your point, Scott, that only about 50% of the people rolling monies over actually speak to a financial advisor. That's crazy. That that blows my mind. Yeah, It's right, like... Right. Uh, some people probably do this. I would never do it, but trying to buy or sell a house without any realtor support or, you know, buying buying Bitcoin on Craigslist. You know, it's just right. something you don't do, right? Sure, sure. So that was definitely eye-opening. And I think uh, one of the things that I usually talk to 
investors about if they're thinking about doing it on their own is just really having an honest conversation with themselves mm -hmm. because I'm of the opinion, I was always taught that if you can't do something on a full-time basis, you certainly aren't going to be able to do it on a part-time basis. And Makes sense. It, yeah, and, and if you think you can just kind of weekend warrior your way into retirement, <laughs> um, I think it's kind of short-sighted. So what I would suggest is that you really take a, a hard look at some of the services that a financial advisor can provide you and can help you with because right now, especially with this bull market that we've all enjoyed the last 10 years, it's raised the level of the tide, if you will, for mm -hmm. everybody. Everybody looks like a genius right now yeah, when the you. market's up 50% across the board. But, you know, as that market comes down and the and the tide goes back out, you're really going to see who's wearing swim trunks because <laughs> there's just a lot that goes into it. Right. And you can get caught real quick if you're not looking at some of these issues and and considerations that a financial advisor can do. So we can help you create an investment strategy. And what we mean by that primarily is diversification. I sometimes tell clients that we wanna develop a strategy where you're not gonna lose the game. And I don't mean to say that you're never gonna lose money in a portfolio, but we just can't lose the game. And to me, losing the game would be a situation where you have no money coming in at some point. Right. You run out of money. And so we need to build the portfolio with that in mind and taking into consideration guaranteed sources of income like Social Security, like pensions. And then if you don't have access to any of those things or it's not enough, we solve that income gap with other investments that can provide you lifetime income. The other thing that a financial advisor can do that just doesn't come second nature is help with minimizing taxes. Mm -hmm. It's important, obviously, to diversify within your investments, but it's also important to diversify within your tax structure of mm -hmm. those investments. So you want to have some tax deferred, some taxable, some tax free money, because you just never know in retirement when you're going to need money and how much you're going to need. The other consideration, too, is if you're going to be in a higher tax bracket when you retire that I think we've covered to ad nauseum on this exactly. show, taxes are probably going to have to go up, then maybe a Roth IRA is better for you. Mm -hmm. If, however, you're in the camp that feels taxes are gonna be lower in the future than when you were working, maybe you wanna stash more money into the traditional IRA. So just having multiple options really um, is, is doing yourself a, a service and financial advisors can help you do that. The third thing I wanna talk about is avoiding that emotional component to investing. Sure. When things get rocky, when there's a massive decline because of a pandemic or some sort of geopolitical event or some economic weakness, people are influenced more by fear sometimes than they are by reward. Mm -hmm. And we tend as humans to make emotional decisions with our money. That's the way we're wired. If you do it on your own, you're pretty much relegated to logic. I mean, you have to really dig into the figures and you have to understand some of the numbers and why it makes sense to not sell when the market's down, you know, things like that. But an advisor, if you have the proper planning in place, can actually bring you back to that plan and remind you, hey, we're staying invested because X, Y, Z. Right. You know, we want to have that retirement uh, that we've always dreamed. We want to be able to travel to Costa Rica. We want to be able to help the kids pay for their college education and their wedding you know so by you know offsetting that emotional teeter-totter that we're on with 
you know, because of fear, mm-hmm. offsetting that with some reward, it kind of helps to, you know, rebalance that uh, emotional state that you're typically in when the market's going down and help you stay in your seat and stay invested. Well, you talk them off the ledge, so to speak. I yeah. remember when the um, pandemic hit and we were actually proactive and, and we were calling everybody and saying, sit tight, mm-hmm. we've got you, just hang on. And, um, you know, you're right. There are some people out there that are just the nervous Nelly type, which is not good, bad, or indifferent. It's just it's just the way people are made up. And, you know, some people say, hey, let's buy, 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 the market's low. And some people are just like absolutely uh, panicking and, yeah. and um, you know, emotions take over. Yeah. It, I, my understanding is that it's because, you know, the logic is controlled by a different part of your brain. And versus mm-hmm. emotions are, you know, whether it's right or left brain, that's why it's so hard to explain what an emotion is or why you married your spouse or, you know, defying love is because it's not in the same hemisphere. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have to be able to explain why <laughs> you married your spouse. You're right. But, you, but you're right, Chaz. You know, there are so many times where people go out and they they buy, you know, when when the housing market was really, really be- booming here several years ago, there were people, I was scratching my head, I'm like, why in the world is this couple, no kids, buying a $500,000 house? Mm-hmm. I mean, what the heck is going on? And then people are out there buying cars, you know, you buy off the emotions and, and mm-hmm. hey, guilty as charged, you know, yeah. I've uh, got a new set of golf clubs I ordered and well, since my wife may be listening to this, I paid <laughs> a little bit more than what I should have. But you know what? I, I loved them and I bought them. And she's cool with it. Well, that's she, why you married yeah, her. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's why I <laughs> married her. She's cool with my purchasing of, of uh, the golf clubs. Yeah, so in the, the last one I'll leave you guys with is just structuring withdrawals. So we talked about it actually in the last segment about mm-hmm. going up the mountain is a lot more easy than going down the mountain, meaning you know most of the accidents occur when you're climbing a mountain is on the way down because people don't plan properly. And so structuring withdrawals from retirement is a lot different uh, lifetime of learning and it's a lot different skill set than trying just to do, accumulate assets. And so it's just always good to have a second pair of eyes um, when you're getting ready to start taking withdrawals, especially because people don't often focus on the expenses that are actually going to inflate the most, such right. as healthcare, absolutely, Medicare, long-term care uh, is, is absolutely one. Also, how those expenses are going to uh, have an impact on their Medicare premiums and their tax situation. The other thing I would think about is, do you really have the time mm-hmm. to sit down and put all of that effort into making sure you've got the right investments and to protect yourself like all of the the key points that you mentioned has and everybody is a specialist in their particular field don't try to be a generalist and you know we always say if you're looking for health insurance you want to buy that from a guy like myself that specializes and knows the ins and outs you don't want to buy health insurance from a financial advisor so to speak but you also don't want to invest your money in a guy like me Mm For me, I would tell you, don't invest your money with me. But that's why you guys do what you do, right. and that's why I do what I do. And, and, you know, that specialty factor comes into play and can really make sure you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, especially if they're under one roof like we are here Absolutely. at America's Retirement Headquarters. And then, the, you know, maybe one other thought, too. Uh, another advisor mentioned this because I know a lot of, of folks, when they get ready to retire, they don't want to necessarily put all their eggs in one basket. They want to diversify. Sure, sure. And so, again, kind of going back to that climbing the mountain thing, 
when you're accumulating assets, you just want to have exposure to the market. Any strategy like we've seen, at least in this year, has probably made you a pretty good return on money. But it's a little bit different when you're retiring and when you have multiple advisors that are giving you multiple advice, sometimes it can be confusing for investors. And he says there was only one Eisenhower on D-Day. And that resonates with a lot of people because they get that consolidating your holdings at retirement makes a lot more sense for that specific reason Mm -hmm. is that now, you know, I don't want to be confused. I want things to be as simple as possible. And I need a strategy that's going to work for me. And again, this isn't necessarily something you want to do during your retirement to navigate the markets, you know, day in and day out, wake up and go, well, let me check the stocks. Let me see how they're doing. Let me see what I need with my portfolio. Whatever it is that you dreamed of in doing your retirement, that is what you should focus on. And so there is, look, I get it. There is a point of pride in being able to do things yourself. I remember when I, my wife and I bought our first house, it was a bit of a fixer upper. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the drywall. I'm going to replace these, these lights. And uh, maybe three days of that going back and forth to the, the hardware store multiple times, <laughs> by the way. And I don't remember if it was me or if it was my wife. It was probably her. She goes, uh, let's call somebody. You know, yeah, there, right. <laughs> there is no shame in deferring to professionals. And in that case, you know, like I said, going back to the hardware store two or three times, that's fine because I had to buy an extra light switch here or whatever, you know, $4 here, $20 there. But when it comes to your retirement, it's not going to be a $25 uh, a redo. You know, this mm-hmm. could be catastrophic and really jeopardize your overall retirement. So as you get closer and closer to that retirement red zone and entering into retirement, don't be afraid because you're going to retire once. Why not turn to a group like America's Retirement Headquarters who have retired multiple people for decades upon decades of combined experience. 419-794-3030 is the number, how you get started. Set up a time to start developing that plan to get you to retirement and through retirement and avoid all those pitfalls that could come along the way. 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Now, a study by the RAND Corporation found there are about 4 million Americans who retired, but then returned to the workforce again, unretired, kind of what we talked about a second ago. If that is something that you are considering, by choice, hopefully, CNBC warns that there are some financial pitfalls to watch out for. Guys, what kind of things are they talking about? Well, you know, Chris, with Medicare, I've had several people. We've talked about this in prior shows where people are working past 65 now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that with the pandemic, you know, I almost hate saying that because we blame everything on the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We blame everything on COVID. And I think it's really taught us a lot of things. But I think what's happening is we've had a lot of people that have actually gone back to work after they retire. One of the things like with Social Security is impacted, Medicare can be impacted. Uh, you have to remember about your uh, RMDs. But, you know, the one thing I'll, I'll hit first here, Chaz, is, is Medicare. Some people, if they go back to work, their employer will actually pay for their health insurance. So what do you do with that? Well, if you're listening and this is an option for you, your employer is going to offer you health insurance and pay for it, you can actually disenroll in Medicare. Turn your Medicare card back in, oh. you know, for a lack of a better term, and disenroll in Medicare. Uh, so that is always an option to drop whatever plan you may have, your Medicare supplement or your Advantage plan, whatever you chose, and go back to that employer-sponsored plan. You know, so a lot of people are doing the consulting work and working, you know, up towards 70. Mm-hmm. So how would it actually impact with Social Security? This was a, an interesting conversation we had about as we we're preparing for the show because 
uh, I had to really think hard, you know, what would, I would really must love what I was doing before sure. I retired to go back to it. You know, I'm sure I could find something else to do, but, but the way you put it earlier was that with the pandemic, again, there just aren't enough workers. Right. There's a dearth in the labor force. And so I imagine a lot of these employers are calling back retirees like, mm-hmm. hey, can you please help? And we'll make it, you know, very lucrative for you to do so. So that would probably be the one instance where, you know, I might want to come back in. Although, you know, this industry, we can do this probably into our late 70s. And 80s. Oh, yeah, we could I mean, look at Warren Buffett and those guys. But yeah. with Social Security, you do want to be careful when you're earning money. Uh, because if you go back before reaching your full retirement age, then $1 in benefits will be deducted from every $2 you earn above the annual limit. And the annual limit for 2021 is Mm $18,960. So to give you an example, if you retire, let's say from work, and you have not yet reached your full retirement age, and let's assume you retire, but then you go back to work, and you earn a $30,000 salary, okay? Mm -hmm. You're $11,040 roughly over that annual limit, and so your Social Security benefits are reduced by $5,520. That's a pretty significant hit. Yeah, that's a haircut. Yeah, Yeah, versus if you just went back to work in the year in which you were going to reach your full retirement age, then only $1 in benefits will be reduced for every $3 you earn, and the limit is higher. Okay. The limit is uh, $50,520. So in another example, let's say, for instance, you worked all year and then you were going to reach full retirement age in June. So the earnings from, let's say, January to May 31st, you earned $15,000. Mm-hmm. Because you were under that limit, your Social Security benefits wouldn't be affected. So keep in so mind I, the age. So can I turn it back in? So can I say, okay, wait a minute, I don't want to take Social Security anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's say that I'm going to do my consulting work now. I'm... I'm uh, 66 yep. and I want to work until 70. I'll mm-hmm. hit my full, um, full benefit time at 70. Can I turn it back in? Yeah, you actually can. The option to pay back the social security benefits that you received is actually limited though to the first 11 months worth of benefits. Mm. Okay. So, uh, you know, and it only let you repay basically social security in the first year that you've received benefits. So again, we'll give you another example. Let's say, for instance, you retired and you uh, chose to start receiving benefits at age 62. And then nine months later, you Mm -hmm. return back to work. Okay. And you'd like to stop receiving Social Security and then basically let your benefit grow and defer. You know, Mm -hmm. you get that 8% credit, as you were speaking about, to age 70. So we don't, you know, recommend you go any longer than 70. But you let your benefits grow to age 70, and then you restart your benefits at that higher level. You wouldn't be able to do this if you waited longer than a year to pay okay. back those benefits. So, so you've got at least 12 months. So within months. the first 11 months of, you know, 62, and um, I go whenever back to work. You, whenever or, you start collecting. Well, whenever I start collecting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if it's 63 or 64, whatever it is, I could pay back. I have 11 months to pay whatever I've been collecting back and then wait until I get my... Um, Sage 70, my full retirement. Correct. And keep in mind also that you need to repay the money, not only that you received in actual benefits, but also the withholdings. Okay. So any taxes that were held from your check and also Medicare premiums. Yep. So if you had those taken directly out of your Social Security, which almost 100% of people do, I mean, yep. I know a lot of people do, yep. then you have to pay those back as well. 
Okay. So there are options. You know, if you're one of those people that are getting a pretty lucrative offer to come back to work, you can do so. There, there are ways to do that. And the last thing I'd leave you guys with is your required minimum distributions from IRAs and from 401ks, your qualified investments. If you plan on working past 72, which is now the required beginning distribution date or the date at which you need to start taking money out of your IRAs and your qualified plans, it used to be 70 and a half, but it was changed in 2019. You need to keep in mind that although the 401k RMDs are not required if you're working past 72, provided that you're not more than a 5% owner. If you're an owner in the business, then they're still, you know, more than a 5% owner, then they are still due. But if you're not an owner and you're working in your current 401k and participating in your current 401k, then those required minimum distributions are not due. Now, let's say, for instance, you had a previous 401k at a previous employer that you're not currently actively participating in, mm -hmm. those required minimum distributions are due okay. along with those in your IRA. Okay. So that's just something to keep in mind. If you miss an RMD, it's a pretty hefty penalty. It's 50% penalty on the amount that you did not take. So you really want to keep an eye out for that. Another reason why you should use an advisor. Absolutely. Knowing, knowing what you're getting into if you are going back into the workforce. I want to make sure I heard you there correctly, Chaz. You said 50-5-0, right? 50, 5-0. Not 50%. one five. I mean, 15 is still not great, but 50%. So again, this is definitely something if you have that lucrative offer or yeah. if, if maybe you're, you're bored with retirement. I don't know how mm -hmm. that's possible, but if that is something yeah, right. you decide you want to reenter the workforce, just make sure that you, you do all the ins and outs. And again, this is where having a professional on your side to let you know what to expect going forward can really be beneficial. That's what America's Retirement Headquarters is here for. Not just getting you to retirement, through retirement. And if you want to unretire, again, letting getting you through that as well. <laughs> 419-794-3030 is the number or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Guys, we're cut up at the end of the show, but I wanted to touch on this really quick. Are, are you still a little surprised at how easy it is to do your weekly shopping online? Well, hang on to your hat because the changes, they're coming fast. A few years ago, people laughed at buying a car online and I just bought a house online. Now, we, I didn't buy a house, but I will admit that in the past month I did. I didn't buy the actual car online, but I did 95% of my shopping. I looked at the ins and outs. I, I scheduled test drives, and, and I worked on financing and things like that. I did go in to do the test drive in person and, of course, sign the paperwork in person. But uh, it is really much easier than it was the last time I bought a car. Uh, Emily Moore told CBC she chose her home, designed it, and financed it all online. Now, I know you guys. I know America's Retirement Headquarters were <laughs> some of the first financial advisors to offer clients online services during the pandemic. Uh, do you guys see that as something that's going to continue to expand in the future? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's just it's the way everything is headed. You know, you bought a car mm -hmm. and, and did a lot of it online. Uh, you know, when you buy a house now, they have the uh, DocuSign. I mean, they, all of your signatures, you don't even have to meet with anybody to sign everything, true, make yeah. your offers and things like that. You know, we go grocery shopping and uh, my wife, she's got the, the app on her phone and we just show, you know, like if you go to Sam's Club, everything is right there. Yeah. She scans it and it's on her phone and we go to check out and all you do is scan that and we walk past everybody that's in line. <laughs> It's, I'm like, I said to her, I said, you know, this is a pretty cool gig, you know, doing that. And you know, with, with the seniors, if you don't want to go to the grocery store, it's like my mom and dad are, it's, it's a struggle for them. You can actually, you know, Kroger's got an app that you have on your phone. You can place your order with everything you pull up and people bring it right out. You can actually have delivery to home. It's crazy how things are going. One of the things that we did here is we instituted a lot of uh, Zoom meetings. We actually had 
a ton of Zoom meetings, and we still do, you know, because a lot of people, you know, I do business in Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, um, North Carolina, as a matter of fact, and it's not cost effective for me to jump on a plane and fly to North Carolina to write up a <laughs> client. So yeah. mm-hmm. no, you know, so you, we do a lot on, on zoom and, and, you know, uh, you know, the conference calls and things like that. So I really see this being a, a thing of the future. You know, I don't know with the electronic signatures, if I do applications for healthcare, Medicare supplemental policies, everything is online. It's an electronic signature, but I, you know, it's kind of funny how everything can be done right right uh, in the comfort of your home. Yeah, no, I think that's one, if anything, if, if I could say there's a silver lining to this whole pandemic, if, I think it's opened people's eyes to doing business in alternative ways Absolutely. and finding ways to connect that you know we previously maybe didn't even expect or were comfortable with because of all the other uh, issues. There are some issues sometimes with you know security, but I would think that by now uh, companies have kind of worked out some of those bugs, and I don't yeah, see it going okay. away at all. Uh, as far as online shopping, you know, I uh, I'm amazed at sometimes at how companies that are doing it really really well, mm-hmm. and we know them, um, you know, some of the Amazons of the world mm-hmm. that you know when you buy something from a company that's doing something well online compared to maybe a company that isn't. You know, there, my daughter had difference. her first day. And, you know, you got one item in two days and the other is like three weeks. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand that. But, yeah, I, I uh, do a lot of online shopping. I think it's uh, the wave of the future. Not going away. There's been a lot of adaptation in the past 12 months alone, the past, you know, 14 months. And that is something, again, when, when it comes to the services that America's Retirement Headquarters offers up to you guys listening out there and to clients, uh, that is not going to change if you are more comfortable doing that. Uh, again, americasretirementheadquarters.com, how you set up a time to speak with them. And also, of course, if, if you prefer the old-fashioned way of coming in person and sitting down and speaking with them, they're more than welcome to, to have you in the offices as well. 419-794-3030. And like I said, online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. If you have questions about things we talked about this week or didn't talk about this week and, and you want to know more about, uh, that's how you get in touch, americasretirementheadquarters.com or 419-794-3030. And we want to thank you for joining us this weekend here on America's Retirement Headquarters with uh, Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and Mr. Chaz Price. Hope you have an excellent week ahead of you. Hope you have a safe week ahead of you. And guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate your time today. The difference between succeeding and failing is consistency. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.